Welcome to the Herbs with Rosalie podcast, a show exploring how herbs heal as medicine, as food, and through nature connection. I'm your host, Rosalie de la Forêt. I'm an herbalist teacher and the best-selling author of the books Alchemy of Herbs and Wild Remedies. I created this podcast to share trusted herbal wisdom so that you can get the best results when relying on herbs for your health. I love offering up practical knowledge to help you dive deeper into the world of medicinal plants and seasonal living. My goal is that you'll walk away from each episode feeling inspired to start working with herbs in your everyday life. Each episode of the podcast is available on my Herbs with Rosalie YouTube channel, as well as your favorite podcast app. Transcripts and recipes for each episode can be found at herbswithrosaliepodcast.com. To get the latest news as well as fun bonuses, be sure to sign up for my weekly herbal newsletter. Okay, grab your cup of tea. Let's dive in. Do you love herbs? And do you wish everyone else did too? This is a common problem we plant lovers face. Last fall, I sent out a survey to my newsletter subscribers to ask them what's on their herbal minds. And I wasn't surprised to hear that many people asked about how to win over the herbal skeptics in their lives. So in this episode, I'm sharing three ways to win over the herbal naysayers in your life. So why is there so much shade thrown at herbal medicines? Those of us who depend on herbs for our daily health and know that much of the world does the same can be a bit perplexed by those who claim that herbs don't work or liken herbs to skeezy cure-all fads. Many people falsely assume that Western medicine with their drugs and surgeries is the natural progression of medicine and that we rightly left the antiquated medicine of leaves and bark and seeds behind. But while Western medicine can do many amazing things, it was not actually the natural progression of medicine. Herbs were, and still very much are, powerful healers that have their place in our modern world. The attempt to vilify herbs in the United States was actually very intentional. In the early 1900s, major money interests and the American Medical Association systemically defunded medical colleges that used herbal medicines and only supported medical institutions that were teaching about the use of patented drugs. As per usual, it came down to how they could make the most money. You can read more about this by looking at the history of the Flexner Report. These efforts were so successful that not only did they shut down herbalism and other holistic therapies, they also dramatically changed cultural beliefs. But just because there were major cultural wars against herbs doesn't mean that they stopped working. Nowadays, there are more and more people turning back to plant medicines. But there are still herbal skeptics out there, and that can be rough, especially when they're your close friends or family or colleagues. Over the years, I've made a lot of mistakes when approaching skeptics about herbs, and over the years, I'd like to think I've gotten a bit better about how I go about this. So here are my tips. My first tip is to know who you are speaking to and what really matters to them. For example, many people mistakenly believe that there aren't any scientific studies regarding herbs. I honestly don't know why this belief continues, because it's not hard to search and find that there are actually countless studies on herbs. So if you're speaking to someone who places a lot of value on scientific studies, 
speaking to them about those studies and using that language may be a good in. This person may not care as much about the historical uses of herbs or even modern day experiences that many people have. On the other hand, there are other people who get shifty once you mention science. They might think the studies are rigged or biased or whatever. And to be honest, there are studies that are, but that's an entirely different herbal podcast topic. But if someone isn't interested in the latest human clinical trial, I just leave it be. Maybe they would be interested in historical uses. Maybe they don't realize that there are countless herbalists in modern day who are working with herbs for healing. So essentially, my first tip is to really know who you're speaking to so you can share herbal information in a way that's intriguing and convincing to them. But you don't wanna go into brashly waving your megaphone in people's faces, which leads me to my second tip, which is that when it comes to herbs, it's better to show, not tell. Herbs are so incredible. And once you start seeing their healing potential, it's only natural to want to share that with your loved ones, your neighbor, your favorite barista at the coffee place down the street, or anyone else who you talk to for more than three minutes. Okay, so raise your hand if you've gone full on herbal preacher on someone and they've basically run the other way. Yeah, it's true. I've totally been guilty of this. I just, I get excited about things and then I just can't help but share them with others. In my early years of studying herbs, I was probably the worst. So I know firsthand what it looks like to see people's eyes gloss over or perhaps the furtive glances as they're looking for a way out. I've been an herbalist for a couple of decades now and this is just one of the mistakes that I've seen myself and seen other people's make as well. So for this week only, I'm putting those mistakes on display so you can learn from them. Starting January 16th, 2024, you can sign up for our free Rooted Medicine Circle mini course, which includes a webinar on how to avoid seven common pitfalls so you can make powerful remedies that heal. This herbal mini course only lasts one week, but we're packing it full of actionable information that you can use immediately. For example, as part of this mini course, my friend and co-teacher Emily Hahn and I will give a live class on how to make herbal teas that actually work. To sign up for this free herbal mini course, you can go to herbalminicourse.com or visit the show notes and click the link there. Remember, this only lasts for one week, so you wanna get in the door today. And if you happen to be listening to this episode outside of this week-long window, you can still click on that link and sign up for the waitlist to get in the door for the next time that we offer it. Okay, so back to tip number two, which is show, not tell. When it comes down to it, no one really likes to be lectured to. And most people aren't thrilled to get loads of information on something they simply aren't into. So if someone is giving you the signals that they simply aren't interested in herbs, I wouldn't force it. Instead, one of the best things you can do in this situation is to show, not tell, which basically means living your own joyful herbal lifestyle. So here's a story about this from my own life. A little ways back, I had to have dental surgery, which by the way, is no fun, but a great example of when modern medicine does tend to shine. Anyway, after the surgery, my dentist gave me chlorhexidine as a mouthwash, and I really wasn't excited about using that. 
And I knew that there are many studies out there showing that certain herbs are just as effective as mouthwashes as chlorhexidine. So knowing my dentist, who is an awesome guy on many fronts, probably wouldn't be entirely thrilled with me turning down the chlorhexidine. I just kept that to myself and I used herbal mouthwashes instead. When I went back after a few weeks for my check-in, my dentist was amazed at how well my gums had healed, which is then when I told him about my herbal mouthwashes. And looking at the proof of my healed gums, he was curious and he asked me lots of questions about these incredible herbs. My guess is that he was way more open to hearing about them after he saw the results. And just in case it sounds kind of shady that I was ignoring my dentist's advice, I just want to pipe in to say that I'm all about safety when it comes to herbs and our health. And in this particular situation, I was confident that the herbal mouthwash would work great because I've seen it work great before. And I was using common sense along the way, which basically means I could tell my gums were getting dramatically better day by day. So yes, show, not tell. Over time, people will be naturally curious about what you're doing when you show improvements in your own health or you're simply radiating joyful energy with your strengthening connection to herbs and nature while enjoying herbal goodies. Sharing stories organically about how herbs play a positive role in your life is always good. So for example, that time you took ginger for nausea or a lavender compress for a headache or a salve or cream for a mysterious rash, etc. Which brings me to my third tip, which is win them over with delicious herbal treats, which could evolve in time to them being interested in trying herbal medicines. For some people, using herbs to address an illness is just too much too fast. They may have too many strong beliefs that herbs are antiquated, that they don't work, or perhaps they're just simply not safe. So while it seems normal for you and me to turn to elderberry syrup when we feel a cold coming on, or to drink ginger tea for a sore throat, other people are simply more comfortable reaching for those artificial syrups at the drugstore filled with red dye number five. I know, I don't get it either, but if using herbs for ailments is simply inconceivable to someone, then backing up a bit to start with delicious herbal goodies can be a great first step. And hey, maybe that person never does turn to herbs as medicine, but they may enjoy these herbal foods and beverages and therefore maybe getting some great herbs in their life, which is great preventive medicine. And then who knows? Maybe those initial herbal treats do become the gateway for them to be open to trying more herbs in the future. In our online course, Rooted Medicine Circle, we teach you step-by-step -step how to make over 20 herbal remedies from scratch. This course is actually more like a community event because we teach through live medicine-making classes, which are also recorded, and we have lots of other opportunities for you to connect with other herb lovers and to get all of your questions answered. Students leave this class as confident herbalists. One of our students, whose name is Bliss, wrote that Rooted Medicine Circle helped my competence and confidence tremendously. Having all the good information, plus the little tips and tricks of experience, as well as the consistency of meeting regularly to make medicine, helped me to finally feel like a real herbalist. I love this quote because I truly believe that the world needs more herbalists. Will that be you? 
are you excited to have a kitchen full of potent herbal remedies that you can feel confident using? If so, then the best way to get started is to check out our free Rooted Medicine Circle mini course. Again, you can register now by going to herbalminicourse.com or using the link in the show notes. We look forward to seeing you there. I deeply believe that this world needs more herbalists and plant-centered folks, and I'm so glad that you're here as part of this herbal community. Also, a big round of thanks to the people all over the world who make this podcast happen week to week. Nicole Paul is the project manager who oversees the whole operation from guest outreach to writing show notes to actually uploading each episode and so many other things I don't even know. She really holds this whole thing together. Francesca is our fabulous video and audio editor. She not only makes listening more pleasant, she also adds beauty to the YouTube videos with plant images and video overlays. Tatiana Rusikova is the botanical illustrator who creates gorgeous plant and recipe illustrations for us. I love them. I know that you do too. Christy edits the recipe cards and then Jenny creates them as well as the thumbnail images for YouTube. Michelle is the tech wizard behind the scenes and Karen is our student services coordinator and customer support. For those of you who like to read along, Jennifer is who creates the transcripts each week. Xavier, my handsome French husband, is the cameraman and website IT guy. It takes an herbal village to make it all happen, including you. Well, you've made it to the end of the show, which means you get a gold star and this herbal tidbit. Let's chat about tea. Herbal teas are some of the most versatile and strongest of our herbal medicines. And here's just a few reasons why. You can often get the biggest dosages with teas, which can be important when you're looking for results. Teas are safe and appropriate whether you're two years old or 102 years old, and of course, everything in between. They're also often the cheapest and easiest of herbal medicines to make. But the reason people dismiss teas so often is simply because they don't know how to make them well. Too often people use too little herbs and they steep them for too short a time. And then sometimes there's other confusions like when to use fresh herbs versus dried herbs. And yes, this really matters. Or they make horrible tasting teas that nobody wants. As part of the Rooted Medicine Circle mini course, my co-teacher Emily Hahn and I are teaching an entire live class showing you how to make awesome herbal teas. We taught a similar class last year, and here's what one of the participants wrote to us. Great class. I love the complimentary energy you both had. It was like I was in the same room with you. I learned a lot and made lots of notes. My biggest learning was the importance of experimenting shown by you both in the difference, color, smell, and taste, and being present with that moment of observation. I easily could have spent more hours in your classroom. The Rooted Medicine Circle Herbal Mini Course is only available this week. Go to herbalminicourse.com today to get in the door. See you there. Hey, thanks again for spending your valuable time with me today. I hope you found today's episode helpful. And if you're a new listener, thanks for checking out the show. And don't forget that you can find all the recipes, links, and show notes over at herbswithrosaliepodcast.com. While you're there, you can subscribe and get updates when new episodes release and even submit your requests for future podcast episodes. The world needs more people who are connected to the earth and the healing gifts of plants. I'm so glad that you're here for this adventure. Thanks for listening. 
thank you to Rising Appalachia for the use of their beautiful song, Resilience. Listen to more from Rising Appalachia at risingappalachia.com.